What are we doing, Hector? We are at Rabbit Hole Studios in Athens, Georgia. Yeah, that's and, uh, it. His first act just came off. Uh, Andy Styron's going to go on next. Uh, Dominic Delaney after that. And then Killbilly's going to be coming out here. So, yeah. Really, really cool place. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, really cool place. Check this place out. It's a trip. It says, hey! <laughs> Welcome, welcome to 561 Music. My name is Ben. And I am Hector. And this is a true 561 Music remote because we are even not in Palm, Palm Beach County today, are we? Nah, not at all, man. We are, uh, right now we are in Birmingham, Alabama. Killbillies are on tour and this is the, uh, the uh, international, no, I'm just kidding, the, the out-of-state uh, out uh, portion of our tour. So uh, where were we last night? Last night we, uh, we were in Athens, Georgia. Yeah, the rabbit hole. Yeah, Rabbit, um, Rabbit Hole Studios. Yeah, it was a cool place. It was it was very eclectic. It was like a uh, it was a, a commune. It was a place where you could go and you could live there. And it was like a group of artists and things. Wasn't yeah, it? yeah. And they had uh, they had some recording rooms in the back, and they had an unbelievable amount of instruments just hanging on the walls. And yeah. I don't know if you went into the back room where I the recording did. is. It was like ridiculous pianos and guitars and basses and like just crazy like even they had an electric up there upright bass back there they had yeah. all these like crazy instruments that like you, all, all you, these cool like latin like the little like the trays yeah. and things like that yeah and, and they had these enormous kick drums that would, would just have been hilarious if we'd use those instead of our normal drums yeah no it was it was pretty it was pretty wild man they had uh they just had everything but yeah it was a really cool place and you yeah. know when you walked in the sign said welcome to the eighth dimension yeah that yeah, is it yeah. yeah it kind of felt like we were in the eighth dimension but you know totally i i when I play in Europe, I, I play in a lot of places like that. It's like, um, almost had a kind of like a squat feel, you know, but like a yeah. nice one. Yeah. And um, there was just a ton of um, art on the walls. They grew their own vegetables. I yeah. mean, it, it was really rad, you know. In another life, I would have lived in a place like that, I think. <laughs> yeah, it was a cool, I mean, it was a cool little stage, though, man. Like, it yeah. had a nice stage set up in the trusses with the lights and everything. and yeah. had a full PA and everything. So, yeah, it was, it was cool. Absolutely. It was a cool spot. And um, so uh, Jesse, um, he kicked it off. It's a guy that we met that night. Yeah, he's a local, he's a local guy here, uh, which uh, incidentally has a, a music podcast for local music in this area or yeah. in his area. And so, uh, yeah, I think we're going to do a little interchange sometime and interview him and he'll interview yeah. us. Kind of it's thing. called the Georgia Songbirds, if you want to check it out. Yeah. And his band is called Yes Man, but Man has, it's like M dot A dot M. Yeah. And I think it stands for Yes Middle-Aged Man. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what it stands for. It's Yes Middle-Aged Man. Yeah. He was cool, though. It was great. It was kind of real country, like growly voice. And yeah. it was cool. Yeah, yeah, he sounded good, man. On the yeah. way up here, um, I would... Did my first Bucky's trip, and what a place! I don't, I, I couldn't quite believe it. For those of you that have never been to Bucky's, shame on you. But yeah. also, it is like the Walmart of gas stations. I mean, you pull up, or the Costco of gas stations. Yeah. Like you pull up, it is ginormous. Yeah, and they have like every type of gas known to man. They have like fourteen thousand pumps, and yeah. they have uh, when you go inside, they've already got all the Christmas stuff up, and they're like cooking brisket. And every time someone. Um, like he pulls the brisket off the pan. He says something like "brisket in here," and everyone, all the other people go, are "like yeah," or something like yeah, that. Yeah, Super weird, very, very culty, weird. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, man, they they uh, they have the jerk, they all the jerky and stuff. Yeah, like a like hundred different flavors and everything. I know. My friend so made us some bad. jerky for the way up, so we didn't need any. But on the way back, I think I'm going to fill my boots. Yeah, 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 yeah. Grab some stuff. Yeah, it was uh, it was really cool, man. It was uh, it was. Uh, I mean, it's Bucky's, you know. You got to stop there. You can't just not stop at Bucky's. You know? <laughs> well, now I know. I'm upset that we didn't stop at the second one, but it was too close to stop again. <laughs> we just drove past a sign that said, for 100 bucks, you can drive a tank. I mean, we're in Alabama, man. For 100 yeah. bucks, you can drive whatever you want in Alabama. <laughs> yeah, and I think, I think I was telling James that I just saw something recently about this place, and I think there's another one like it somewhere in Florida. And... Like there's different packages. It starts at 99 bucks. You can drive a tank like a short distance. Then it's like a little bit more. You can drive it farther and a little bit more. You can do some other stuff. And 
there's actually like the big package they have. You, you can actually drive it over a car and crush a car. Oh my God. <laughs> like, I really want to do that. Yeah, for real. <laughs> I don't know if we're going to end up getting out of here without having driven the tank. I we'll mean, see. I'm thinking the next Kill Billy's album is going to be the three of us in a tank. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's the cover art. So, <laughs> yeah. But anyways, I, yeah, we, we kicked off this tour. It was real fun. Uh, last night, um, last night, Andy kicked uh, things off with the uh, you know the, the three the three of us between yeah, the us. Florida contingency. The floor, yeah, the Florida contingency. Andy kicked it off for us. Um, you know, as always, she did an amazing job. So um, I didn't yeah. know how good. Uh, I mean, I've, I've seen it before. I've listened to her records, and um, and she came on the podcast. But last night, her voice was spectacular. It's spectacular, dude. I love her voice. Um, I went to the. Uh, the uh, Tuesday night uh, original night that we do at uh, Double, Double Roads yeah. a couple times a month, and uh, she was there playing, and the Little Things duo was playing that same night, and uh, yeah, I, I took my wife with me, and uh, she just she just has this incredible voice, man. I yeah. love. I mean, I wish I could get out and see people more often, but she she just has an incredible voice. I love listening. No, to her she does, and things are on the topic of the Tuesday night things. There's a few coming up um, in, in October. Yep. Yep. Yeah, we've got um, one of them is actually happening tonight. But um, no, no, that was last week. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was one last week. There's not one happening tonight. Next week, um, there's a uh, next week on on Tuesday. We're doing like a jam band thing. Yeah. So it's going to be Mount Sinai, Mount Sinai, and uh, Ben Rothschild's new band, um, The Hot Seat. The hot seat. That's yeah, right. Well, yeah, I remember. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I only had found out about the name today, so I'm glad you remembered. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the following Tuesday. Normally, we only do it on the second and fourth Tuesdays, but there's five Tuesdays in uh, in this month in October, so we uh, we have to do one more at the end of the month. And yeah. uh, that one is a Halloween show. It's a special Halloween show, and uh, I believe we have Young Fiction. Yeah. And Zach's band. Yeah, uh, Sandman sleeps. Yeah. And who was the third band? Um, you were talking about um, the guys that we had on the floor. We haven't booked them yet. We haven't booked the third band yet. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. We'll get right. to that. So there will be a third band. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get to the third band. But yeah. if you've never seen Sandman Sleeps, they're, they're one of the uh, best bands in the area. I mean, they yeah. really are. I'm yeah. not just saying it. They really are spectacular. Yeah, they're yeah. a great band. No, absolutely, absolutely. And Young Fiction, uh, you know, the, those guys, they haven't been doing it for too long, but they uh, – they kick ass, man. I love no, them. No, absolutely. Yeah. Even though it's Hector's Nepo, baby. They are. <laughs> they, they are spectacular. <laughs> they are good. Yeah. Um, it, my kid being – my kid's not the good one, but everyone. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, but, yeah, anyways, last night was fun. Uh, Andy kicked it off. So uh, um, what do you say we uh, take a little quick look at one of Andy's songs from last night? Yeah, it sounds like a great idea. All right, let's do it. Oh, mm-hmm. 
far from you seem to feel blood, love, and fear and dirty motel sheets. I came far from cause I'm living today instead of chasing fake reality. No, I don't give myself enough credit for hitting the bottom and grabbing hold of my life. Not enough credit, no, for licking my wounds after falling under my own knife. Not enough credit, no, for trading wine.
so that was Andy Starrin playing last night at the Rabbit Hole in uh, Athens, Georgia. And yeah. she was great, wasn't she? Oh, man, she was amazing. I love her voice. I could listen to it all, all day long. Like, seriously, I, she just has that, that just, I don't know, man. There's something about her voice. Like, it's It's got a great tone to it, but it's got a little bit of rasp to it. And yeah. I, I don't know, man. It's just, just enough. Just enough grit to, to really, yeah, it just it draws you in. You know? Yeah, and the yeah. vibrato, the, that was the thing that really... Um, <clears throat> I was impressed with is the control over the vibrato because there's people who use vibrato and then there's people who really know how to use it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you were talking uh, earlier today about um, you know it takes a special kind of person to get up there and and uh, and just play. Um, like you said, you know you don't have a band around you, so you're just kind of exposed and naked. Yeah, up there, you yeah. Know? Feel a little lonely and a little exposed up there, and every mistake is uh, just right there for everyone to see. So. Yeah. Takes a, very take, yeah, it's, you have to be pretty brave to do it. I mean, you get used to it after a while, especially as you get really kind of like um, comfortable with your set and stuff. Yeah. But uh, it's the closest thing a musician can get to being like a stand-up comic, I think. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I was uh, I was just talking to her the other day when I was at, at Double Rose for her set there. And it was right before this tour. And she was talking about how she was a little bit nervous about the tour. She's fine with the singing. She's fine with the playing the music. She's fine being up there by herself. Um, you know, she loves doing it. And she does it really well, and she's confident about it. Um, but she said she's she's not. She she was telling me that night that she doesn't feel like she's great at any. You know, th that great at telling stories. Yeah. And and she you know she wants to be able to tell stories between the songs about what the songs mean to her and stuff like that. I think she did a great job with that last yeah. night. She was on point, man. No, she no, was she was talking about the songs and everything. It was great. Funny, yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah, and, and the little explanations of the songs and then go into the song helped set it up. It really did. Yeah, and she uh, she uh, gave us a nice little treat last night. Apparently, uh, she played a song last night that was only the second time she's played live. The first was the night before where uh, her and oh, Dominic played right. somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so she played that uh, for us last night. And she's she's uh, she's put out some new, or she's about to put out some new. I don't know if it's recorded yet, but she's, she's definitely playing it in her set. She's got a couple of new tunes and stuff, and... Man, it's it's like better than ever. Like it's yeah. it's, it's really good stuff. No good things really to come for Andy. I mean, you know that she's already killing it and getting lots of listeners and stuff. But and now she's on the road. You know, it's just nice to see like it all coming together for her. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. And we had her on, we had her on the podcast a while back, so it's it's nice to see you know the full circle now. We're on tour with her, and you know for for a few dates anyways, and uh, and it's just nice to see her out there and doing her thing, and it's just getting better and better. Totally, I think that. Um, at this point, we need to discuss uh, last night's sleeping arrangements. Well, <laughs> yeah, I suppose we could do that. Um, I mean, you know, we uh, we usually get an Airbnb because we're like one of those really bougie bands that needs everybody needs their own room. Um, but uh, in the uh, in the spirit of rock and roll and uh, hanging out with Andy and Dominic, um, we went ahead and just booked a room in the same places that they booked a room for the yeah, two nights. Which was a nice night. hotel, to be fair. It was yeah, fine. yeah, it was fine. It was fine. Um, but, uh, the room has two queen beds and no sleeper sofa. Luckily we had two queens. So, so okay. yeah. So we, uh, <laughs> you know, so James and I were the two queens. <laughs> um, so, uh, apparently I drew the short straw and by short straw, I mean, short James and, uh, and, uh, yeah, Ben got his own bed and, uh, James and I got to cuddle all night. So it was, yeah. it's fine. It's I, fine. And uh, yeah, fine. We're, we're sharing James duty, um, so tonight I, I get James, which is yeah, I think it's fun. Yeah. It's like uh, musical beds. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you know, by the end of this tour, we can all say we slept with James. Everybody <laughs> slept with James. You know, whatever. It's James. Everybody sleeps with James. Um, so, anyways, getting back to the, the show last night. Uh, yeah. After Andy was done, uh, Dominic got up, yeah. and uh, just like Andy, man, he freaking brought it, man. It was yeah. he was on fire last night too. Like everything was good. About I the like set. the way he started the set. He 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 didn't say anything, and he just kind of. Just came straight in with the song, like kind of. For, he was sort of standing at an oblique angle. He just started playing the song, slowly turned up to the mic, and it was pretty stylish. I thought, yeah, it was a great way to start, and it, and that's something he's obviously thought about. And um, you know, like it would have never really occurred to me that the entrance to, is an important thing to consider. You know, yeah, yeah. I mean, I know with the band, but you know, I'd never thought about that in terms of just a guy with his acoustic guitar. Yeah, it's yeah. Cool. and he, um, you know, with his opening song. Um, it's one of his more popular songs, and he uh, he just uh, like it's a really it's a banger. And so um, you know you see bands that don't don't play like 
their best or their most popular songs, you know, just yet because they want to hold you there for a minute and then you're waiting for the like he just came right out of the gate with a banger and then every song after that was like a killer song, you know. No, totally. And and so he writes a lot about the road and being on tour and actually being on the road on tour with him and hearing those songs, it was a nice it was a nice way to hear them. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Um what do you say we take a look at, at a clip of uh, Dominic playing a song from last night? Sounds good. Let's All right, it. let's do it. Wake in the morning, think I am sick I don't know what doctor would ever fix this Well, I've come to terms that I might be alone Dust off my knees and take to the road Searching for answers from the pavement Trying to change our original statement And if you could, you go back to the start I'm looking for heart as I'm falling apart Repaired my bloodshot eyes And there were many nights when I'd miss my flights Cause I got lost Don't we all get lost? Think I got lost Living out of a bag shipped around my back Checking my phone and I've lost track of the time Dawn supposed to crack I got lost Don't we all get lost Think I got lost I'd rather be on tour I'd rather be 
Smoking by the back door of a venue in Boston You find a new band to get lost in I'd rather be staying up all night Rather be breaking up a fight of this I'm sure I'd rather be on tour Country's roads are intertwined Twisting, turning, tarmac lies And we tell ourselves just to get by Think we got lost Don't we all get lost? I think I got lost well, I'd rather be on tour I'd rather be smoking by the back door of a venue in Boston Find a new band to get lost in I'd rather be staying up all night Rather be breaking up a fight of this I'm sure I'd rather be on tour well, I've seen the coast Travel the land we love the most And I've seen the best I'm heading out to the west Cause I want more There's so much left to be seen My favorite city's the one I'm in My favorite city, the night's happens And I'd rather be on tour I'd rather be smoking my love of a venue in Boston and find a new band to get lost in I'd rather be staying up all night Rather be breaking up a fight of this I'm sure I'd rather be on tour I'd rather this not end I'd rather be living the dream with my friends From the east to Seattle Winning Battles. I'd rather be sleeping in the van And improvise a tap of plan I want more I'd rather be on tour I'd rather be on tour So that was Dom, um, and you know he, he he was great as ever. There's uh, I always like watching him play. I it's just, Dom, man. He's always yeah. good. You know, <laughs> like yeah, I yeah. never don't like watching Dominic play. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That guy, he uh, uh, you know, like you were saying earlier, he he just he, you know he he writes a lot of songs about like being on tour and stuff, and it's because he's always going on tour. And and uh, you know we were having uh, we were having breakfast at like two in the morning with him last night, and. Uh, him and Andy and after the show and you know he, he was making a comment about like you know a lot of bands will say like oh I wish I could go on tour and you know and I guess uh, I'm not sure who, who was it that said it he, he oh, said Frank Turner Frank if Turner. you want to tour just go book one if, yeah. yeah if you want to tour just go book one and that's what he does I mean he books tours he's good at it he yeah. goes out he's on the Amtrak tour he's done a bunch of different tours and I mean, it's what he loves to do, man. So no, exactly, he's yeah. doing what he loves. You can't yeah. fault him for that. No, that's that, that's exactly right. It's it's that that <clears throat> punk ethic, that punk mentality, and absolutely, it, and and it's 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 important to know. I think for people who who've never done it, it I wouldn't say it's easy in the no. sense that finding places can be tough and getting people to come to shows. They're not on a DIY is tough, but is far from impossible it's just a, it, it, yeah. you, it just takes some work yeah. that's all you just got to try and do it and, and there's no like fun. perfect way to do it it's just calling venues it's going on websites yeah. and things like that you just yeah. got to kind of slog through it and then by the end of it you know if, if you really put your mind to it you'll have a tour book yeah yeah I, you know i was stressing out before the tour you know 100 different things to do getting everything set up and whatever but it's funny you know as soon as, as soon as i get in the car and we drive you know yeah. 30 feet down the road i'm like Ah, it all melts away, yeah. and I'm like, two weeks of just fun and bliss, you know? No, totally. And I, 
I always slightly overthink it. And the, the night before I was kind of getting everything in order to the point where I was kind of like rearranging rooms in my house, you know, and, um, and I always get a little bit like that before I leave in it. And then, um, well, yeah, I felt the exact same way I got in the car. Yeah. I was like, oh, here we go. Because the thing is, at that point, there's nothing you can do. You know, the door is closed on the yeah. uh, on the sorting things out. You're just off and you're on, on your travels. And yeah. and I've, I've talked to you about this before with just that there's a certain feeling of freedom about being away. It's, um, it's just this, you have responsibilities, but they're quite simple ones in the sense that it's just every day you go to the gig, you set up, you yeah. play. You know, yeah. that's really it. Yeah. And then anything else you do in the day is optional. Like, you know, we, we have to do this um, editing. I have some other work to do for, yeah. Um, yeah. for uh, like, recording some music and doing some art and things. But, A, I don't really have to do it. I just probably should. Yeah. So And, B, um, it, you know, it's always just kind of finding interesting, weird ways to do it. Like, you can be sat on the motel bed. It kind of makes it fun, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's, it's definitely really, really cool, man. Like, being yeah. on tours, there's nothing like it. No. And, and you know, we, you know, we're not on an airplane. We're not on some big tour bus. We're not like, you know, we're not playing arenas or whatever. But it's just so much fun. I, yeah. I love doing this, man. And it's a little bit related to what um, Dave McWayne was saying um, the other day. Is that, you know, those, those arena tours, are obviously super exhilarating. But it's a lot of pressure, and you at that point you become part of the machine. You're like. You know, I've done bigger tours, not enormous ones, but bigger ones. And you just feel like you're a cog in the wheel of this machine. Yeah. That's yeah. Along. It's a bit of a yeah. weird feeling. This, you know, you're really just making, it's like self-determination. You're just out here making it happen for yourself. You know, yeah. it's a good feeling. Well, as we mentioned before, uh, you know, we're, we're on tour. Killbillies on tour. And, um, you know, ours is the Flight of the Thunder Goose tour. Don't ask me what that means. I can't possibly tell you. Um, <laughs> but uh, it is the Flight of the Thunder Goose tour. Um, and Andy and... Uh, um, Dominic are on their intentions tour and it just happened to be that we were going to be very close to each other at the same time. So it meshed well and we played last night and we're going to play with them again tonight and kind of cross, cross over our tours. Yeah. Um, so of course, uh, uh, you know, the night wasn't complete last night without Killbillies playing. Absolutely. And before we get into that, I just do want to quickly say that the way I interpret the play of the Thunder Goose tour <laughs> is, so our rock names are, J James's rock name is a James Rattling Balls Galeon. <laughs> my my rock name is Ben Babyface Charles, but Hector, who has by far the most superior rock name, is <laughs> called Hector Thundergoose Diaz. Now the tour was all um, arranged around the concept that um, that he uh, that Hector has a uh, chalk festival that he's going to go and do an art piece at, yep. and he knows these guys really well in Marietta and Georgia, in uh, Atlanta, and um, they're, they're almost you know family tour at this point. He's played it a million times, yeah. and. Um, and uh, so we're playing that festival, and he's going to do his art piece, which we're actually going to help him with, which I'm so excited. I'm stoked about because yeah. I, I get helpers. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, because it was so, it was all planned around your thing, it's kind of like your tour in a way. So it's the Flight of the Thunder Goose tour. I guess, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll take it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's my tour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, we were kind of jokingly, but I think we might end up doing it next year. We'll name one of the tours after James's rock name and the other one after mine. Yeah. I don't know. We'll definitely do that. We'll yeah. see because... The Rattling Ball store is a bit of a weird name for tour, but we could do it. I feel like we definitely, you know, like we had, I, I joined I joined the band in June of 2020, and it wasn't until summer of last year. So we were in the band, I was in the band two years before we ever did any kind of tour. Yeah. And, and I feel like, I feel like we got the bug now because now here we are yeah. a year later. We're doing another tour. We've already got another one planned for June, and that's a little bit longer. We've got another one that we're planning uh, for the UK in October of well, next here's, year. Like, here's the thing, dude. Once you get out here and you're doing it, you realize that in order to capitalize on doing it, you've got to do it again. You got to do it. And yeah. and, and the uh, the other thing about it is, once you've done, once you've been out on the road a little bit, you're like, oh man, like if we d don't do it again, then that's as far as we got. Yeah. You know, you got to yeah. keep doing it. You yeah. it, it yeah. It's exponential, really. And, and again, it, it's so much fun. Why wouldn't we keep doing it? Exactly. If, if we can do it, if we can financially do it, if we can, you know, mentally do it for not being home and stuff like that. Then, why not? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's a, you know, here's the thing. Years ago, I did it very, very um, intensely. Um, I was away all the time. It wasn't great from my relationship with my wife, who was my girlfriend at the time, but it wasn't great. And um, But that was because it was just so often, you know? Yeah. But if you're not, if you're only doing it, you know, 
twice, three times a year and yeah. for not that long, it's not that big of a deal. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, it's been cool, man. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, so Killbilly's got to close out the night last night. Yeah. And uh, like I said, it was a, it was a pretty cool room. It was a pretty cool stage and everything. The setup was kind of cool. So, uh, uh, yeah, we would just went in there. We did our thing. And this was a little bit different for us. As a lot of you guys know, um, around town, around home, um, we play a lot of the three, you know, three hour gigs, uh, you know, four hour gigs. And yes, we throw in as many cover or as many originals rather as we can. Um, but we play covers as well. And we do that because it's what pays us money around town and it's how we pay our bills. Yeah. Um, but, uh, the fun thing about these tours is, yeah, we do a couple of those here and there to, uh, to, um, help finance the tour, if you will. Um, but a lot of the dates that we're playing are just get in and play 30 to 45 minutes of just original music. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> and we have plenty, you know, we have like a, about an hour of original music, maybe an hour and a half. And, um, Split the difference, about an hour and 15 minutes of original music. <laughs> and, um, and we're an currently hour, writing more. 14 minutes and 36 seconds. <laughs> this is something that we haven't talked about yet on here as well, is when we get to Knoxville, we're doing a radio thing, and then we've got a couple of days off. So what we're going to do is we're going to use those days to write the next album. Yeah. Um, which yeah. that might even end up being called Flight of the Thunder Goose, just because I'm so in love with this Thunder Goose word. <laughs> just like, well, um, I mean, if it's written on this tour, it has to have the name, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so especially if we do end up writing the album yeah. on the tour. Well, and we have, we have a bunch of, you know, we have a couple of songs we've already written. We have a few that are kind of in the pipeline that are kind of half written or three quarters written or whatever. So, um, you know, and then there's some ideas that we're all tossing around and stuff. It's not ridiculous to think that we're, I mean, we're going to have like two and a half days off. Yeah. It's not ridiculous to think that we're going to sit down and just finish writing this album. No, not at all. If we put our minds to it, you know, it'd be easy to sort of go and have a long breakfast and then ride bikes around town and be like, oh, it's 6 p.m. We didn't do anything. But if we actually do sit down and like yeah. work, we'll get a bunch done, you know. Oh man, now, now I want to ride bikes and eat breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> well, why don't we uh, why don't we take a look? Why don't we cut and take a look uh, at us playing a song last night? Hell yeah! Yeah, let's do it. One, two, three, four. Thank you. 
This week's episode is sponsored by Gual Music. Gual Music is a music production company led by Guy Gualtieri, or Gual, which is for labels and independent artists in need of fast turnarounds and affordability in the South Florida area. The company maintains high-end gear, industry standard software, and uses the latest recording and editing techniques to produce commercially competitive music for their clients. Gual Music makes music production easy by bringing the studio to you. We are also sponsored by Oasis Root. Now, Oasis Root Carver Bar is in Seagrape Square on Indian Town Road. And it is a carver bar. If you don't know anything about carver, it's a Polynesian root that you grind up and you mix with water. And it has been in Polynesia for potentially thousands of years. It's, a, it's an old thing that um, they used for kind of ceremonial and also... Um, sort of ledger purposes it's meant to be something where you know that brings people together um you will take a a shell of carver and chink them together and say bula and have it together like that it's meant to be something to bring people together it's uh has a kind of an effect which is i guess a kind of a slightly warming effect uh, it just kind of makes you feel nice it's not particularly intoxicating it's not like drinking alcohol so the atmosphere in a carver bar is sort of like um, a cross between a regular bar and uh, a coffee house. It's pretty chill in there. Um, you get all sorts of different types of carver bars. Some of them are more like a club, you know, this sort of like black light and EDM playing. And some of them are more like a cafe. This is one of the cafe type of ones. It's it's super chill in there. If you're looking for somewhere to, I don't know, maybe go and do some work on your laptop or go and have a chat with friends, it's perfect for that kind of thing. There's a foosball table in there if that's your jam, or baby foot as they call it in France. And uh, yeah, Jim, the owner, is a really cool guy and he has very kindly sponsored our podcast. So thank you very, very much for that, Jim. They also do a poker night in there, all sorts of things going on at Oasis Root Carver Bar. 561 Music is sponsored by Live Music Community. It's where we film the podcast that you're listening to right now, and it's also where I work. Gavin, Hector's son, was a student here for a long time, and in many ways he's the musician he is today because of the teachers at Live Music Community. We taught him not only about his instrument, but also about being in a band, and his band, Unemployed Youth, accomplished a lot of goals, mostly band etiquette, how to work together, and all of the nitty-gritty that goes into being in a band on a day-to-day basis. The student signs up for lessons, learns their instrument, joins a real band, and decides the direction it goes in. And we can take people from very young age, you know, six or seven years old, all the way up to 80. You know, there's no age limit here. Um, We've run an adult program for people who want to be in a band as adults. But really, the main focus is on the on the kids and getting them playing together and in bands. Um, We are also a studio, a live stream venue, and we can record audio or video. The Killbillies live album, Warts and All, was recorded here. It was recorded during a live stream that we did during COVID. Justin had a great idea to record live streams during COVID. A ton of bands came in and it was a real success. Um, But outside of that, we can record albums. We can help you with your EPK. And we have full audio visual capabilities here. LMC is in Palm Beach Gardens on the northwest corner of Military Trail and North Lake Boulevard. It's north of the gas station right before you get to North Lake on Military Trail. And if you go to livemusiccommunity.com, you have all the information you'll need right there. Thanks. All right. So um, that was us. And, uh, yeah, we had a good time playing that night. I, I think we played pretty well. I, I forgot the verse of a song, which is embarrassing. But, uh, I mean, <laughs> it wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> I think it would have been cooler if, like, instead of cutting to the video of us, we somehow could have projected it, like, behind us. And oh, could, yeah. You could have watched us watching us. <laughs> I don't know. Just... And then if we watched it, we would be watching us watching, watching us. us watching us. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, going yeah. down that rabbit hole. Uh, <laughs> see what I did there? Yeah, very good. <laughs> um, yeah, cool. So, um, yeah, coming up, we've got. Uh, so tonight, it's a place called the Nick, and yeah. according to Dominic, it's a great venue. Yeah, it's a it's a bona fide music venue, full PA, sound person. 
um, tickets were being sold. Um, there's a few other bands on the on the bill as well as Dominic and Andy and us. Yeah. Um, so it's our it's our second and sadly last night with uh, Dominic and Andy. We're we're all going to part ways and then they're going to finish out the last few nights of their tour and we're going to continue back on to Marietta. But um, yeah. the Nick tonight in Birmingham, Alabama. Uh, tomorrow night we're playing in Marietta, Georgia. We're playing at the third door, which we've, right, yeah. we've played before. We played it on our last tour and that was a fun place. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, Saturday and Sunday we're chalking and doing the chalk festival, but we're actually playing the main stage at Chalktoberfest, which, uh, if anybody doesn't know, Chalktoberfest is a, uh, a chalk festival, art, art festival on the street. Um, about 60, 70 artists are on in it. And then, um, they, uh, they tie it in or they wrap it in with, uh, a microbrew beer festival um, and they sell tickets for that. And on, I think for Saturday they sell tickets where you can do like taste testing and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, so they, they get a lot of people, man. They get, yeah. they get, you know, upwards of like over the course of the whole weekend, they get upwards of like 80 to a hundred thousand people walking through the square. That's amazing. Yeah. So, um, so theoretically we play the main stage mid midday on Saturday. I mean, it can be a good crowd there for us. Yeah, man. Yeah. I, it's really cool. And I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah. It's nice to do something um, in front of a lot of people. Yeah. You know, we play a lot of gigs and some of them are small and like occasionally they have nice big ones. And this one is, this is great. Yeah. yeah this will be fun. And yeah. then of course, Sunday we're still chalking and stuff. Uh, Monday's our travel day. We're heading up to Knoxville. Yeah. Um, we're going to, uh, kind of put roots down in Knoxville for a few days there. I think three or four days actually going to get an Airbnb there. Um, and then, uh, Tuesday we're doing a radio interview on WDVX, That's which, right. uh, yeah, yeah. look it up online. Um, I think they stream, they stream the radio station. So you'll be able to watch it. Um, we're doing a radio interview and we're bringing our instruments. We're going to do a little live uh, acoustic session in, in the studio. So yeah. that'll, that'll be fun, man. That'll absolutely. be neat. That'll be really neat. Nice being on the other side of the table. You yeah, know? yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Um, uh, and then uh, uh, Wednesday is a down day for us, so we're going to use for writing music and, and or eating breakfast and riding bikes. Yeah. Um, and then, um, and then uh, th Thursday we're playing in Asheville, North Carolina, and we're playing at a place called the Burger Bar. Yeah. Um, what I love about this place is uh, their tagline is the Burger Bar. We don't serve burgers. <laughs> um, it's literally just a bar. Um, and ironically, when I reached out, I reached out to a bunch of different venues in different areas, trying to trying to you know map our route for us. And uh, ironically, when I reached out to the Burger Bar, the girl that uh, owns the Burger Bar now used to be a uh, a bartender down at Respectables and I think propaganda for a little while. So that was like 10 years ago or something like that. But it's just, it was kind of interesting. She says, Oh, I know West Palm beach. And then I gave her my name and she said, I think I know you. And then yeah, she hooked cool. up with me on Facebook and she's like, I do know you. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, um, you know, not about town. Yeah, I, I don't know if that's good or bad. The bartender remembers you. Like, oh I, God, I know you. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know if that's good or bad, but anyways, it'll be fun. She's looking forward to seeing us play. And yeah, uh, that's it looks like a cool sport. Yeah. It's like super alternative and, and like just, you know, a bunch of rockers yeah. in there. It looks badass. And we're playing with a local band there called Holler and Crow, which is a duo and, uh, and they're really fun too. They, they do like, uh, um, like a fusion folk kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're fun. So, uh, yeah, so we're going to play with them. And then on Friday, we're going over to a place called Fay Nectar. It sounds like a, Fairyland. Yeah, um, reminds me of the Kilted Mermaid. Yeah, yeah. Playing a place called Fay Nectar. That is in Lake Lure, North Carolina. Yeah. Okay. And then, uh, yeah, so that one, that one's going to be another, uh, uh, that Burger Bar is going to be a, an original set. The Lake Lure is going to be, I think, two and a half hours or three hours. Right, okay. And so we're, we're so going to some. Yeah, throw some covers, but we'll play, we'll try to play as many originals as possible. Yeah. Um, and then the Fly's Tie is somewhere we've played before, and um, we had a really good time. We ended up playing with someone who was, uh, Really good on, on the flute and the whistles. Yes, yeah. Yeah, she was. I she, wonder if she can be there again. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, 